selling, LinkedIn, other factors of social selling, and making sure you can find trust and referrals. And to me, let your clients do the selling for you. That's what it means to me. You can do so much research and you can find information about your current clients, about your competitors. Welcome to the Making Sales Social Podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, as we each bring you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Making Sales Social. I'm excited. I have an OG on the call today. In August of 2011, I connected with Marge Martin and I was able to learn a ton of marketing and sales tips. And together we kind of grew up using LinkedIn for sales and social selling. Uh, and she has expanded her company and into an AI world a little bit. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. But Marge, welcome to Making Sales Social. Thank you, Bren. Nice to see you again. It's great to see you too. And we also have met in person. So yes. it's an addition to have been connected for over 12 years. Right. We've actually um, been able to hug in person. So <laughs> that's always fun. That's yes. always fun. It's been a while. It but, has been um, a while. I think last time we but, didn't have grandbabies. And now we each have grandbabies. So so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. It, it, it's just fabulous. So yeah. Let's, let's, um, well, let, we start every show asking our guests one question, which is what does making sales social mean to you? To me, it's uh, really using social selling, LinkedIn, other factors of social selling, and making sure you can find trust and referrals. And to me, let your clients do the selling for you. That's what it means to me. You can do so much research. I mean, even just on LinkedIn, right? You can do bullying research, all this, and you can find information about your current clients, about your competitors. And that's what it means to me is really, I'll give you an example. Um, we had a client and we had to get in touch with chairman of the board of FedEx. Now, what's the chance you're going to be able to do that, right? We were able to get on right. LinkedIn. We were able to understand who his uh, executive assistant was. And then we realized that they didn't post as much content the way we liked it. And back then, they actually wanted information sent to them via fax, not email. So it's stuff like that that you can use for social, right, and social selling. And that's what it means to me is really taking that avenue and finding those resources and those referrals for you and just giving you credibility and um, making you a, a subject matter expert. I love that answer. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. So let's jump in. Um you know, uh, there are a few questions that I'm really excited to talk about, but I'm going to actually start with how are you using AI to run your business now and how are you using AI to help your clients run theirs? Okay. Well, one of the things is when you're a small, and I help mostly small business owners, high-tech companies, probably under 100 employees, okay? And the especially if it's an executive and starting to hire they just don't have the time, right? So just like me, don't really have the time. So I use uh, AI uh, for my clients and for myself more on research. How am I, what do I wanna do? Help me create an outline. Um, I'm gonna be writing a book. Uh, I've used Mid Journey 
and I'm creating some avatars. And with AI, you can make them speak and you can do 30 second videos. So that's how I'm using AI and how my clients are using AI. You know, a lot of times they don't, they've got the wrong personas and they don't even know. So if you tell AI, act like da 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 da, and look at these three competitors and tell me what is the number one persona for the buying cycle. It's amazing what AI will come back and tell you. So I love that. Um, how much of AI, uh, I guess, are you using and how much are you editing and how are you kind of getting it to capture your voice or the voice of your clients? So uh, a lot of people don't know this, but in... Um, ChatGPT, Claudia, and all, you can actually tell it in the settings a little bit about yourself and who you focus on and all that. So if you do that, when you do a chat prompt and ask it something, it will come back. So I use it more, um, I want a blog, let's say, or I'm writing a case study or have an existing case study that I need to update to this year, mm -hmm. right? So I just mm -hmm. tell it, take this document and I will ask it to change the tone and take stats for 2022 to 2023 and pull it in. Now, a lot of people don't realize that if you use the chat GPT, the Bing version now, it will bring in things that are relevant now this year. If you don't, it's only going to go back, I think, to 2021, maybe 2022. So I always say, make sure you're using the right. Are you looking for stats? Are you looking for it to create a... Excel spreadsheet, there's different pieces and plugins like Canva, right? Hey, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm developing a ebook cover. Please use this. And you can do it right in, in ChatGPT with the add-ons or add-ins, plugins, I guess I should call them. So I, I love that. And, you know, I have not really explored it in Canva too much. Okay. But uh, the idea that, you know, you can create content based on who you are and who you're selling to is really important. But some of the challenge that a lot of one of the reasons people come to you is because they're really creating content that they want to create, not necessarily content for their persona. So right. talk about how do you, how does someone figure out really truly what their ideal prospect cares about? So you want to do the research, right? And you can use AI to really help you do the research. So you might say, um, look at these three companies and name them, right? And say, what are the top keywords they're using? And what are their top clients that they mention? Okay, go from there. From there, now you can drill down a little further, right? And say, based on the content they're, they're putting out, and their ads on LinkedIn and G, um, Google, who are they targeting? Who's the title most likely they're targeting? And people don't realize that, but that's the stuff that let AI do that hard work for you. If you and I did it ourselves, because I used to sell uh, workshops on this, right? I would have to do a couple hours research just to make sure I've got it right. AI literally sends that in five minutes if you have the prompt written right. If you write it incorrectly, you're going to get incorrect data back. But it's just like when you do research on the internet. If you're looking for the wrong information, it's going to bring the wrong information back. You've got to make sure you have that very targeted and specific um, view of what you're trying to bring back. 
Do you have any tips on prompts or, or prompt engineering when it comes to social selling? Yes. So I actually have some prompts there. I just did a chit chat with G GPT and another blog of um, tips and prompts to use in your business. So some of those examples, again, um, and let me pull it up so that I can actually um, just make sure I tell you the right the, the right little tips on some of these and examples so that if they want to. Yeah, and as you're looking that up, I believe mm -hmm. we've got lots of resources at rareagent.com slash blog, right? Yes, so if you and go to the blog. But like uh, for content engine, you know, write a blog post on the topic of and insert that topic for industry and insert industry. That's an example of it asking, right? You ask um, ChatGPT or Claude. Create a 30-day social media calendar about blank, right? So it'll actually go out and pull all that information back in for you. Um, for researching, right? Summarize this financial statement and insert the company for a year and insert, insert it. Or here's what I like. You know how we get these research papers? Summarize this research paper and give me a list of the key insights and you insert the research paper text. And it comes back. So for me, I am too busy. I know you are too, uh, Bryn. But to me, if I have a five, 10 page research paper, I don't have time to read it all the time. So I do that. I just, I just upload it. And then I ask it to find the top five insights of that research paper. Because then when I start doing my email campaigns, et cetera, I can highlight that. That's awesome. I love that. Um, how accurate are you finding ChatGPT and Claude and Bard, like how it, are you finding, like some people say sometimes they make stuff up. Um, no, it, again, it depends on how you write your prompt, right? Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. You want to make sure you tell it the tone. You want to make sure if it's the industry, what industry, what title. Uh, if you want to know the year, bring back. So again, you're going to have to use the Bing and some of those um, when you go into ChatGPT. And, and it has to be ChatGPT4 to be able to get some of the advanced. Which which well, is the premium. You have to pay for that. Right, the premium. Yeah. But you know what? It's $20, right? I tell people, if you drink and you have a glass of wine, how many glasses of wine do you eat? go out and eat? And they'll say two. I said, then you can afford it. So don't give me a thing that your business isn't building big enough and you can't afford it. You can. Yeah, you just have to get the <laughs> ROI from anything. That right. You, right. That's right. right. So, so let's talk a little bit about... Um, how you're using social selling, whether there's AI in that or not right now to find new business or how do you help your clients use find social selling to get new opportunities? Well, the neat thing about AI is you can actually ask it to look at LinkedIn profiles and then pull back information. But for me, I mean, I used it just, I'm relaunching Rare Agent again, right? After mm -hmm. keeping it kind of quiet for three years because uh, the pandemic had really hit my customer base. And now they're all having, have uh, been able to turn it around and they're having uh, positive cash flow again, right? 
So for me, mm-hmm. it's just using the social selling of it and take, put, creating an email in LinkedIn and sending it to the people that I've done business with or that I've been on a podcast with before. They've been on my podcast and saying, hey, here's what's going on. Can you help me? Right. Uh, it could mm-hmm. be uh, I look at social media and LinkedIn. I notice an article or I see somebody highlighted like an executive and I go in and look at them and I realize, hey, they're in my sweet spot. And let me see mm. if I'm connected. Look at that. I'm connected to Bryn Tillman. I can ask Bryn maybe, hey, could you forward a message? Or, hey, Bryn, I'm going to use your name in an email I sent. Just be aware that they might reach out to you to ask about me, right? So that's how I use it. Um, and again, you can get very with social selling and LinkedIn. You can create your own list in there and then be very targeted. So it could be... Uh, Believe it or not, a lot of marketing agencies use us, Rare Agent, right? So I can go and say, okay, I'm looking for a marketing agency that's under 20 people, right? That I probably know they're going to need some additional resources. And I'm going to ask them to um, see if they could white label us. They won't even know it's Rare Agent, but we will help them. So that's an example of how you use social selling for that and the research. And a lot, big part of that's LinkedIn. Sometimes it's uh, so that's yeah yeah I mean I have kind of slowed down my use since it's kind of it, since X since Twitter has become X yeah I, it just um, isn't doing the same thing for me but that might just be my mindset I'm not sure uh, I'm not I'm not really finding much from that I'm finding more um, from LinkedIn and then. A lot of these groups we go out and we meet, you know, um, uh, networking events are always good. And networking events aren't just in person anymore. A lot of them are just like Zoom. So it makes it so much easier because you can find the time if you're busy to jump from your house on a 30 minute call versus driving somewhere that's 45 minutes, half an hour and then 45 minutes. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm loving back in person networking it's just i just i really do love that um talk a little bit about how important analytics are when you're driving sales and marketing initiatives i think it's very key and it depends on what you're using we use a lot of utms um, so that when we create something on our wordpress uh site or if we're using hubspot and all it has the analytics and one of the things you have to understand is is your messaging really creating the ROI you want, and if not, what do you need to change? So, for example, you might be writing blogs, but find that one blog or a couple blogs on a certain topic really isn't moving the needle. Mm -hmm. Well, either it's not the right messaging or people don't care about that topic right now, right? Same with your web page. Where on your website is getting the most traffic? And then for the ads, which ads are working and which ones are not? How should you change them? Because you want that ad spend to return, right? I've seen so many clients in the past that put all this money into ad spend. And then I'd say, let's audit that and let's understand your topic and your call to action because maybe it's not aligning with your personas and what's important in that industry right now. Yeah, I love that. And just for the audience, if you're listening, UTM code is basically a little snippet of code that gets and that gets added to the end of your URL of your link. So it will track who's clicking on it. And even if someone downloads, you can track where that link came from. So if you have that URL in an email, 
it has different code than if you had that URL, um, you know, in, in on your website. So you right. can track that. I just wanted to throw that out. Thank you. And, and a good example of that is you might do in an event, and if you don't have that UTM, you're not going to really know. For example, you do a webinar, right? Mm -hmm. And then three months later, an opportunity closes from that. But you really didn't know where that opportunity came from because you didn't track it correctly. If you track it correctly and you're in marketing or sales and you want to go back to your executive team and say, I need more budget, you can say, look, we did this webinar. Immediately, it shows it within the 24 hours, we had three people call us. We met with them and within 45 days, we had an opportunity and within 90 days, it closed. If you can take that back to your executives, who wouldn't give you more money, right? Right. It's all I mean, about ROI. Yeah. I mean, we had, I had a client that was doing webinar, really wasn't doing the webinars, and we, we implemented a webinar program, and it would take 18 months just to get an opportunity identified and closed. And doing the webinar, it took it to um, maybe 90 days, 120 wow. days. Huge difference. That's but again, amazing. it's the right topic and the right people. And the right tracking and follow-up. Right. Absolutely. I love that. So as we come to a close here, Marge, is there any, what is the number one question I should have asked you that I didn't? Uh -huh. Well, you, you asked me almost everything. Um, how Anything can you? you create cash conversations? Oh, what is that? I mean, I could guess what that means, but talk about that a little bit. Uh, cash conversations are who 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 knows someone you you want to know, and mm -hmm. how are you going to call that person? Because eventually, you have to talk to someone for the most part to sell. Of course, if you're in yeah. the B two B world, maybe not in the right. B two B. So. How are you going to create that conversation that's going to turn into cash later for you? And that is just like we did today is using LinkedIn and people, you know, and having referrals and getting that and making sure your value statements there so that if you get a CEO on the phone, cause they, they took it unexpectedly, what are you going to say to keep their attention? So that they want to stay on the phone with you. So and give us one great. tip. What's one tip, one thing that you teach your clients to say uh we do we do source selling i don't know if you're familiar with that and it's uh i have really book somewhere it's a blue book, <laughs> a yellow book. yeah but it's really uh understanding who whose name can you drop and what stat or value prompt can you drop in a 15 seconds not 20 30 seconds 15 seconds to get them to talk. And if you don't have the right person, you can always say, well, is there anyone that sits around you or sits around that person that you would recommend that I try to maybe go and talk to? Could you transfer me to them now? You'd be amazed at how many people will do that. A lot of people are told nobody will do that on a cold call. Yes, they will if you present it in the right wording. Very interesting. So thank you so much. As we wrap this up, uh, if someone is interested in exploring working with you, what mm -hmm. would the next step be? Uh, go to rareagent.com. Uh, on the slider, there are consultation or just contact information. Um, we will be putting some more resources up. Like I said, we're just launching the website again. Um, kind of had a three-year hiatus, and now I'm coming back. Uh, but we will have a lot of tips and tricks, guides. So if you're doing webinars, 
If you're doing events, we'll have the guides up there to help you develop those and promote those. That's great. Thank you so much. It was great to chat with you again. And uh, as everyone, as we wrap this up, don't forget when you're out and about to make your sales social. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.